Before last week, most would say the level of success the late Kate Spade reached is hashtag goals. She had it all. A booming global brand, a long-term marriage, a daughter, and a team of every kind of person the average human being could want. But now the real question becomes, is what we deem hashtag goals really what we should aim for? What does it all actually mean? And is the success we desire really worth our sanity? In episode 44, I sit down with my longtime best friend of 10 years, industrial engineer and travel enthusiast Regina Long, to discuss the many complexities in friendships and if in fact we really do know the people right in our circles. This episode dives headfirst into our thoughts on what may lead to suicide, depression, and how as sisters, mothers, aunts, and friends, we can become more aware of the serious battles our loved ones are facing so that we can make the commitment to creating more safe environments where people can scream help if necessary. We also discuss the true test to determining if a friendship is worth fighting for and how to deal with seasonal friends. Let's get into the conversation. Welcome to Table Talk with Tati, a podcast for millennials where we bring real life topics on the table for real talk. I am your host, Natasha Tati Weston, lifestyle entrepreneur and three times best-selling author. I'm a sucker for business, branding, and self-development, but I created this space to escape from the worlds we create for ourselves on the daily. Table Talk with Tati is the epitome of having the girl next door right in your back pocket. So kick back, pour up, and join me each week for real talk, current events, and powerful conversations about life, business, and all that other ish. Welcome back, guys, to the Table Talk with Tati podcast. This is episode number 44. And I'm super excited because I have joining us today my BFF, Miss Regina Long. And if I could put like a hand clap charm in here, I will. Okay. (laughs) But I'm so excited to have Regina on the show today as my co-host because we got a lot of things to talk about. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I've shared a new episode with you guys, but y'all already know the drill. I only come on here when I have something valuable to say. And I think today's conversation is going to be one that needs to be had, especially if you are, you know, a woman in today's society struggling with, you know, maybe building a business, maybe just juggling friendships in life. And I know for me, it seems like the older I get, the closer I'm knocking on 30, I'm evaluating more of my friendships. And Regina and I have been friends for gosh, how long? Do you even remember? It's been a while. 2009. Yeah, a long time, guys. And, you know, obviously our friendship has grown to where it is now, to where I can actually honestly say she is my best friend. (laughs) So I think this conversation is going to be one that the listeners will appreciate, especially the women who may be battling or thinking about their friendships, evaluating their friendships, rather. And we're also going to kind of tie it into the whole Kate Spade suicide. And also, I wanted to kind of tie in and have Regina and I talk a little bit about Red Table Talk, which is the Facebook show that is hosted by Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, Last week, she shared an episode that had Gabrielle Union in it. And they basically talked about friendships and rekindling friendships. and, And I thought it was a really powerful conversation that 
I wanted to share my thoughts on and, and share with you guys some of my biggest takeaways. And so thank you again so much for listening, so much for being subscribed. If you are new here, thank you so much for finding this show. Please tweet me at official toddy and let me know how you found out about the podcast. Um, I love to hear from you. If you're an oldie but good, a goodie, welcome back. So Regina, can you tell the listeners, for those of you who don't know anything about you, can you just give them like a little briefing on who you are, what you do, and maybe if you want to share a goal or a 2018 goal that you have with us, that'd be cool too. Okay. Well, (laughs) I am Regina and (laughs) I'm excited to be on the podcast today. I am an industrial engineer for the world's leading aerospace company and I love to travel and spend time with my friends and family. And I like to eat food. I love food. I'm a big foodie. (laughs) (laughs) One of my goals for this year was to do a Bible study a month. And now that I've gotten into it, I've realized that a lot of Bible studies are by the week. And they're like seven weeks long, usually six to seven. So Mm -hmm. I changed it a little bit. So I'm kind of sticking to that. Right. Uh, That cadence. Okay. Cool. Well, y'all, Regina is the bomb. And we have some of the best conversations ever. Like, it's so much depth in our conversations. And that's what I love about Regina is that, you know, we kick in and we party and we do all of that stuff from time to time. But overall, our conversations, I feel like, are what makes our friendship so different from a lot of my other friendships, which I don't have that many. Uh, But um, I do feel like, yeah, I do feel like, you know, I'm getting older and I was just telling another friend, which is my guy best friend, by the way, I have a girl best friend and a guy best friend. And we were talking last night and, um, you know, he asked me a couple of questions, you know, along the lines of friendships. And, you know, he asked me if, you know, what happened to certain individuals who I was friends with. And it's kind of a touchy subject because I don't know, maybe this is just me and Regina tell me if, if, if it is just me, but I don't necessarily feel a hundred percent comfortable talking about like the status of friendships that are dissolved with other friends. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like I'm, I feel weird. <laughs> it is a little weird okay. because it's almost, it almost feels like I'm shading them in a sense. If yeah. I do, but yeah. not really. Yeah. Right. That's not the motive, but it's like, you know, when friendships dissolve, it's just kind of like it's dissolved. It's really nothing to talk about. (laughs) Right. You know, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's kind of like nothing to talk about. And um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I just found that strange. (laughs) I just had that conversation last night. So what's on my table this week, guys? Nothing besides. My 30th birthday is coming up and I'm ready for it to come and go because I did not realize I learned two things while planning my dirty 30 y'all. I learned number one, when you're planning your birthday, that is like a look in the mirror at just how many friends you really don't have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Like when you go through trying to figure out, okay, who do I invite? That's when you realize, okay, because you can invite everybody. And then not really be happy with the people you invite just because you've got a bunch of associates. Or you can be real with yourself and say, okay, these are the people I really enjoy being around. These are really my friends. And you realize that list just went from 30 to five people. 
yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing I learned. The second thing I learned is that planning a birthday is not easy. Like, it's just not. Like, listen, I'm so ready for this to come, and I'm ready for <laughs> it to go. <laughs> so that's um, basically the only thing that's on my table this week, guys. I don't have a whole lot of exciting things to tell you guys yet. Oh, I did want to say thank you so much to everyone who has been sharing the United States of Women Ambassadorship Campaign, Toddy for USOW. We were actually supposed to find out today um, who got selected. We have not heard anything yet. So I've been kind of like Obama on election night all day today, just kind of stalking my email, stalking my phone, and I've yet to, to hear anything. So thank you guys so much for all of your support. I do appreciate it, and I will definitely keep you posted on what happens there. So, of course, I want you guys to let me know what's on your table this week. Feel free to tweet me, tag me on social media, at Official Toddy, and let me know what's going on in your world. Now for the main part of the show, the part I love the most, and that's our Table Talk Roundup. And I want to start off with the Kate Spade suicide. Um, And when I originally asked Regina to join us today, this was the angle that I came to her at. You know, I asked her, what do you think about this Kate Spade suicide? So let's start there, Regina. What are your overall thoughts on Kate Spade being such a world-renowned entrepreneur and businesswoman and all of a sudden she commits suicide and the world reacts. We all have our opinions and thoughts on it. But what did you think after, of course, you know, um, reading the stories and the headlines. What What were your initial thoughts on it? Well, I think it's sad. Yeah. Right. I immediately felt sadness for her and her family. Mm-hmm. And then I jumped to, well, I wonder what was going on in her life because she has a life where a lot of people feel that they would be 100% happy if they had all of her money, all of her wealth, um, a marriage and a family right. that she could call her own. And... She just threw it all away. So something had to have been extremely wrong and she couldn't deal with it. Yeah, right. Like, I, and, and you just, you said something had to have been wrong. That was one of the first things you thought. That was one of the first things I thought. And I mean, obviously something was wrong. She killed herself. But I feel like that's a question that we don't ask enough of in friendships. Like, because I feel like there are always signs before... You know, they always say, like, there's warning before destruction. There are always signs. But I feel like as society, we don't know enough of the signs. And if we know them, we kind of ignore them because we feel like it's a temporary thing. Like, what we go through is temporary. And that's true for the most part. But, you know, when I first heard about the suicide, I immediately thought, I mean, obviously because I'm an entrepreneur and the level of success that Kate has reached is one that we all pretty much aspire to get to that level. Um, you know, as far as, you know, building a global company and people loving your product, like it's like what they say, hashtag goals, but hashtag goals, but hashtag goals committed suicide. So is that really what we should uh, aspire to be? Or do we need to now as women, and I'm really talking to women because I feel like, because I'm a woman and I, that's just what I can relate to the most. But I feel like it's now important for us to kind of change the culture a little bit. And what I mean by that is we now have to stop putting so much emphasis on the material things and associating success with those material things. Because it kind of puts this pressure on us to feel like 
we have to achieve certain things by a certain age and we have to have A, B, and C done by a certain time unless we're unsuccessful or we're not where we should be in life. Because all it does, I feel like, is, okay, we could all reach Kate's level of success and still not be happy like she wasn't. And still allow life situations to bring us to a, such a low point to where we would want to take our own lives. And as I was doing research, I don't know if you saw this, but her and her husband were separated. And mm-hmm. um, I think, well, and this is what I read in an article, so I don't know how true it is. But basically, before she committed suicide, he asked for a divorce. Now, she and her husband, they had been married for like 25 years, which is, or th- well, they were together for 35 and I think married for 25 and it just it's heartbreaking like you said it's it's heartbreaking because this woman was suffering and she I'm sure had a team of people around her day in and day out and I don't feel like if people saw signs they ignored them and so we and I say we as the people around our friends we have to take a little more responsibility for not disregarding signs you know what I mean Yes. Yeah. I also feel like some of us, we see signs, but we feel like, well, that's something super personal and maybe they don't want to talk to me about it. Right. Or maybe they have to just deal with this season in their life. And then whenever they feel comfortable enough to, when they're, whenever they're in a mindset where they feel they can approach somebody about it, then they're almost at the end of their journey. So I think a lot of people feel that they don't want to pry and they want to give people their space and wait for them to come to them. Yeah, right. That's so true. Like, like we don't want it. It's, it's like certain things are off, are off limits. Like, let me just wait until that person tells me. And that's true. And like, sometimes people won't tell you and you don't want to pry necessarily but I like it is definitely made me think a lot more about how I respond to my friends crisis or life situations and things that they're going through and asking more questions I feel like even though the question may not be a comfortable one to ask I feel like we should ask more questions you know if a friend you haven't heard from a friend in a while call them up and say hey how are you doing And sometimes even that is not good enough. Sometimes, and I know Regina is notorious for this. She will say, hey, let's get up for lunch or let's, you know, let's actually see each other if possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that matters too, because we could send a text and say, oh, how are you doing? And the person responds, I'm okay. And they really are in tears, maybe on the ledge and you will never know. And so I do think, you know, just going forward as women and sisters, we do need to ask more questions. And if we can physically be there more for our friends. And I know that's something that I definitely want to do more of going forward as I get older and my circles is starting to shrink. I want to make sure that I'm as good of a friend to Regina as Regina is to me, if that makes sense. So um, I think that's, you know, definitely important. And I think kind of to shift gears just a little bit, I think it's even more important now than ever to be transparent and to be honest with our friends about our personal struggles, no matter how hard or embarrassing maybe that they may be, is to just be a little more honest. Because I think sometimes, I know for me, sometimes I don't share with my friends, with even some things with you, Regina, because I feel like it's, I feel like either you won't relate to it or maybe you just won't understand. Even though you're the most understanding person, I think sometimes we step in the way 
of getting the counsel we need from our friends because of, you know, maybe shame, embarrassment, or you just don't feel like that person is going to understand what you're going through. And so I think it's just so, it's just so important. I think that we open up more to each other as friends and so that we can actually help each other go through situations. Because even though I may not understand a hundred percent what you're dealing with, maybe I know someone that does and I can link you with that person, or I can send a book to you that may cover the issue that you're having. So it's not often that we have to have the exact same struggles, but I do think that we need to know our friends' struggles so that we can help them to navigate and solve the problems and the issues that they're having. So that's just kind of like my take on that part. What do you think? I definitely agree. And I think also a lot of times some people, they just need to talk. Mm -hmm. Even if the person that they're talking to can't relate 100%. A lot of times if somebody's just there to listen, then everything's good. after they get it off of their chest it's like a weight has been lifted off of them and that's all they needed yeah that's true so I think with with what you just said make maybe making ourselves more available to listen to our friends is going to be important too because we're all busy and it like y'all Regina and I live in the same city and we don't see each other every week every two weeks (laughs) (laughs) we don't I mean realistically she has a, a very busy life outside of work too And I have a very busy life. And so that's what I love about our friendship is that we do still communicate like through text message and Snapchat. But every once in a while, we have to have that face-to-face interaction and a conversation. And I think we all need at least one person like that, that we know if we need to talk to them, that we can talk to them. Mm -hmm. And so I don't feel like everyone has that. Which kind of brings me into the next part of the roundup. Um, Regina and I briefly talked about it before we started recording. Is the episode on Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith and Gabrielle Union. I don't know how many of you listened to that episode. But it was absolutely amazing. It was only like 26 minutes. But it was so powerful. And so it kind of brings me into kind of my next thought about... The person that may feel like they don't have any friends or the person that feels like maybe they've lost a lot of friends. And I feel like we've all felt that. And if I could just share something personal, I felt that in the last year. And I just kind of felt like this particular friendship, we had gone through our highs and lows like every friendship. But is there a certain point where when a pattern is happening within a friendship that maybe that friendship is not supposed to be? I don't know, Regina. I want your feedback on this because you're from the outside looking in. Is there a certain point or are there certain signs that tell you, okay, for sure, you and this person are not friends anymore? Move on and don't try to rekindle the friendship. And this is kind of what Gabrielle and Jada were talking about is that you know, Gabrielle said she looked up one day and it was just her and her dog. All of her day ones, her girls from back in the day and the people she'd grown up with, they kind of fallen off and that she didn't have any friends and that she eventually had to realize, okay, maybe it's not them. Maybe it's me. So with that being said, do you think that there are certain events that have to take place for you to just kind of wash your hands with a friendship? Are there certain signs that you've seen in past friendships or relationships that is kind of like the red light, like, okay, you need to let this friendship go. 
Yes. Okay. I am definitely a firm believer that there are times in your life when people are placed there for you and you both needed each other. Mm -hmm. And at some point when your lives have gone into separate directions, then you have no choice but to sort of just let the friendship dwindle. And it's not to say that it's a bad thing, but it's just at that moment in time, in life, I don't think that I don't feel that the two people have anything against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they just they've gone their separate ways. Right now, later on in life, they could rekindle. However, I think you said something a little bit earlier. You said that you know I just want to be as good of a friend to my best friend as my best friend is to me, mm-hmm. and that is a lie. Because anything in life worth having, you have to put work into it. You have to put some sort of effort into it. Yeah. So if you have a friend and you're being a certain type of friend to that person, but they're not reciprocating that, then there's an issue there. And it's not fair to have a one-sided friendship. Just like people, they don't want to be in a one-sided relationship. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the friendship. That's true. So do you think, would you say that friendships are like seasonal you know how people say things happen in life they happen in seasons would you say that friends are are in your life for a season it's kind of hard for me to believe that 100 percent because mm-hmm. i mean our friendship is an example of we've obviously been friends for almost 10 years and we've never stopped talking like we've never our relationship has never dissolved That's and true. you know what I mean and so mm-hmm. you know how they say, you know like people have they have the same where they say well everything in life happens in seasons mm-hmm. well mm, kind of not and yeah. so it's like a question that I always ask like are friendships really seasonal or are there certain friends that are seasonal I like, think certain friends yeah. are seasonal friends. Yeah. And who was it? I think it's Ayanla Van Zant, right? Mm-hmm. Who has the great phrase, people quote it all the time. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah. So I don't think that, I think that some are seasonal, but then you also have to watch out for people who are your friend, but they have a motive behind it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to sort of discern who are, who really are your true friends and who aren't. Gosh, that's hard. (laughs) Some of them are seasonal. Some of them are seasonal. Some of them are not. I think it's a case by case thing. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I guess this comes with age too. I am at a place where I only want the friendships that make me dig deeper and make me level up and make me want to do better and not just stay in the same place. And and I feel like the I feel like it's been easy for me. I'll put it this way. My French a lot of my friendships haven't dissolved. It was just easier for me to let them go because they weren't giving me anything. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I so I do think there's a difference there. I didn't they didn't dissolve. I just, it was easy for me to let, let it go. It's like, think about a pair of shoes that you invested a thousand dollars in. It's not going to be easy for you to just go hand those off the Goodwill. You know what I mean? Like, cause you value them. You put, you put time into it. And, but the shoes that you paid $10 for at the the local Payless a year ago, and (laughs) you know, like it's going to be easier for you to get rid of that pair of shoes. So it's kind of like the same thing. And I feel like that's a good way to differentiate a friendship that's worth fighting for versus a friendship that you need to put just some more work into and 
get with that person and find out what's really going on. And I think I yeah. just want to say, you know, sometimes just letting that go, it's no hard feeling. Yeah. Sometimes people think, oh, well, that person must be mad or, oh, those two friends, they fell out. And that's not necessarily the case. That's just the easy cop out excuse, I think. <laughs> like, you know, it's, crazy. Yes. it's absolutely crazy. So do you have any thoughts on, I know you said you watched the Red Table Talk episode. What were your thoughts on, I never would have guessed that Gabrielle Union was that way. Would you have guessed that? Well, <laughs> she's like one of my favorite actresses. Actually, she's my only favorite actress. Really? <laughs> and um, I think I've been following her for quite some time. So I wasn't completely shocked. I don't think she's a bad person, obviously. Mm-hmm. But she's human. Yeah. And relating it back to Kate Spade really quickly, money doesn't make a person, right? It doesn't make you human or non-human. So Gabrielle... That's good, Regina. Say that again? <laughs> the money doesn't make you human or non-human. Mm-hmm. you're still a human. So you're going to have like reactions to certain situations as somebody who has five bucks in their bank account. You know, if you're Gabrielle Union, I don't know, she probably has billions in her bank account, but <laughs> that it's not going to make you any different than the next person. So I really just feel like with watching, with watching that episode and watching her talk, to Jada Pinkett, it was like, man, she's like me. Us, <laughs> yeah, like how many of us have actually gone through that? I think maybe it's safe to say that every one of us has had somebody where, you know, we'll see them out on the street. We may speak, but <laughs> yeah, side eye. We know action. that there's some sort of beef there. Yeah. And we don't even know what it is. That's so true. Yeah. Isn't that crazy though? I, you know, oh, that's so crazy. And it's like, why? And a lot of times, like Gabrielle said, it has nothing to do with that person and everything to do with you. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's such a hard thing to admit. And I think, and like you said, we all go through that. And it doesn't even, you don't even have to reach a certain level of status to be that way. Like you said, if you're human, you're going to feel that way at some point. That's right. It's so crazy. How crazy is it? It's it's crazy. Like, but to 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 get to the place where you can just be honest about it, I think is priceless. And it's a process of going there. But again, I feel like you have to be able to ask yourself real questions. Because if you don't ask real questions, you don't get real answers. Oh, yeah. And real answers are what makes us better and helps us to build stronger relationships with people. And that's why, you know, I try my best. And that's why I always ask people, like, if, you know, if I made a decision, I always say, like, I made this decision. Do you think I made the right decision? Because I want to hear what the other person thinks. Even though I'm not going to base my decisions off of what other people think, it's still good to hear it from another perspective. Mm -hmm. Because you may not see something that everybody else sees. You know what I mean? Because you could be walking around, woe is me. Oh, nobody likes me. Oh, everybody's hating on me. But in all actuality, it's not even what you're saying it is. It may be how you present yourself. It may be how, as a woman, you engage with other women that's giving them that thought or that vibe of you. So we have to get to the place, I think, where we ask ourselves more valuable and real questions and not just the questions that's going to keep us where we are and not make us dig deeper. And that's why I said I'm just at a place now where I just want people around me who make me think more, who make me dig deeper, who make me want to figure out where I'm falling short so that I can fix it or work on it. So, yeah, those are my thoughts about that. Did you have any other thoughts that you wanted to share? 
Well, yeah. So when you get to a point to where you can express what you are feeling about that person. And I mean, if when I think about that, you have Jada and Gabby. They're sitting at a table and they're being real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Imagine how hard it must be to get to that point. Girl. <laughs> but, you know, as previously mentioned, sometimes we got to work hard for things that are valuable. That's true. And just go through the process of pulling back the layers and figuring out the root of a lot of things, you know? Yeah. And she, they both had to go through that process as they shared. They both had to go through that process of seeing each other on red carpets and, you know, kind of wanting to speak, but not really. It was always this weird vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wasn't that funny though? (laughs) (laughs) That demonstration they gave was so visual. It was so good. And we do that with each other. Like, it's so crazy. Like, you know, I can recall times of being out and about and certain girls that I'll see. I don't necessarily, I may not care for them. But I know for a fact they don't care for me. But you don't want to be, like, just awkward. So you kind of say hi, but then you kind of don't. And then I don't know if y'all have ever done this before, but, like, somebody that may talk to you on Facebook, but then they see you in person and they're with a certain group of friends that don't really like you. They don't speak. And then, oh, you're, yeah. and then you say hi and they say nothing back. And you're like, well, that'll be the last time I say hi to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, <laughs> now you're never going to speak. <laughs> Again, <laughs> women, we are a hot mess. You know that? <laughs> yeah, we are very emotional creatures. Oh, yeah. But I yeah. think we need to have more of these types of conversations and do it in a way where nobody's leaving upset. You know, you may be a little uncomfortable, which is good sometimes because, again, your friends, I feel like, need to, to make you think and make you dig deeper and make you ask questions mm-hmm. and... And if you're not if you're not getting that, then you might just need to reevaluate those friendships because friendships are hard to maintain. And there's no sense in having a bunch of friends, friends around that aren't making you a better person. And that's just my opinion. I agree. One thousand percent. Yes. So, Regina, to the women or the individuals listening to the show today, I know you wanted to share a couple of things with them. If if they wanted more information on suicide prevention if you are have a loved one that may be dealing with, you know, being suicidal, having anxiety, depression, how do you think we can take a step forward to helping? Um, I won't say bridge the gap because I don't ever think it'll totally be bridged. But how do you think as women, how what can we do moving forward to um, better understand what these types of people are going through? How do we become better girlfriends and friends um, to individuals who may be almost at rock bottom or at rock bottom and may be contemplating suicide? I believe that we have to at least take the first step and reach out Okay. and listen. If they're willing to share, listen to them. I think that depressed people sometimes don't even know the severity of their depression, mm-hmm. so they don't go and get help. But there's definitely help available 24-7. You can um, give them a number to the National Suicide Prevention Line. Okay. And uh, by the way, that number is 1-800-273-TALK. 8255 is the talk portion. And either you can call it or you can text it. So whichever way you feel comfortable, if you or someone else is having an issue with depression, and you're contemplating suicide, definitely reach out to that line. And it's totally anonymous, so you don't you don't have to share with somebody that you know and feel that you may be being judged or 
you're uncomfortable with sharing your personal your personal struggles with somebody that you know. Yeah. Also, I feel that we have a lot of women who have a clinical depression, like chemical depression, mm-hmm. not because of something that has happened within their lives. But it's a medical condition where the chemicals are off balance or there's a hormonal imbalance. And in that case, a person definitely should seek medical help. And the help is readily available. I just feel that a lot of times we should pay closer attention to our friends. And if we see that if we see that they need help, we should encourage them to go get whatever type of help they need. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to add to that, I think to make this to actually see some changes with everything we've talked about. I think we, those of us who may not be struggling with depression or um, suicidal thoughts, because, and I'll say this before I get into that point, guys, we've all dealt with depression. We all deal with depression on different levels. It's different levels to it. I get depressed sometimes and I, you know, I've never contemplated suicide, but I've definitely been depressed before. And I think it starts with us creating more welcoming environments for our friends and for those out there who may be struggling with it. And I think we do this by not making this conversation so awkward and so taboo and, oh, we don't talk about that unless you're a doctor or a therapist. I think the conversation needs to be had so that the people who are around us that we don't even know are struggling, they'll feel more, they'll feel like we care enough to educate ourselves about what they're experiencing, even though we're not experiencing it ourselves personally. So I think to add to what Regina said, definitely us working on creating more welcoming environments for the people around us who are battling internally is definitely going to be super duper important moving forward. Super duper important. So that is our show today. But before we leave, Regina, do you have any last words that you want to share with the listeners? Yes. I think two... People don't know what to look for. There are certain signs of depressed people or people who are struggling with depression. And a couple of them, really quickly, if they're sleeping a lot or they're not really sleeping, they're sleeping too little. Or um, I know one of my friends that was struggling with depression drowned it with liquor. Uh And it just seemed like she was going out and having fun and having a drink while she was going out. But there was a bunch of going out and drinking like every day. So um, that's definitely, that was definitely a red flag that me personally, I saw that I didn't notice. And um, another thing is mood swings. A person wants to go out and have fun, but then at the last minute, they're like, oh, they really don't feel like it. And then now they're tired and Mm -hmm. It's just not really wanting to do things that most of the time they would think is fun. So I think we should educate ourselves more on the different signs so that we'll know what to look for. Absolutely. So guys, I will leave some of the information Regina just shared in the description of this episode. I will also leave the hotline number that she shared a few moments ago. Um, Like she said, it's completely anonymous. Please use it if you need to. I'll even say take it a step further and plug it into your cell phone and use it. It's here for us to use. And so take advantage of it. That is our show. Before we leave, I just want to leave you with a quick table talk takeaway. And that is that true friendships pull out the best in you. So if you are like me and contemplating on whether you are in the right circles of friends, 
just constantly keep that in mind that if the people around you aren't making you dig deeper, if they're not pulling the best out of you, it's time to reevaluate so that you can become a better person, so that you can elevate and make the world a better place for not just you, but for those around you. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to episode 44. Thank you to my special co-host, Regina. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for doing this. I always, you're welcome. I always enjoy our conversation. So you guys got to hear just a small little glimpse of some of the things Regina and I always talk about. I wish y'all could be a fly on the wall half of the time. But then again, I changed my mind on that. I wish y'all weren't. (laughs) Um, Because we talk about all sorts of things. So get you a Gina, y'all. Like it's you don't need many friends, but you do need that one friend who you can definitely be yourself and yeah, and and just be yourself and grow with that person. That's that's the key here. And so guys, don't forget to uh, rate, review, and subscribe if you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to share this episode with someone who may find value in what we discussed today. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. This episode has been brought to you by our sponsor, Tot Spot Productions. Be sure to visit NatashaWeston.com to join the conversation, read the blog, and discover more content. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to the Apple Podcast or Google Play app and subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until next time.